Welcome to week 14, week 14, week 14 of trucking life of a trucker. Oh, yeah. I've seriously, seriously got to come up with a theme song that just jams and just rocks. But, you know, I'm, I, I just, you know, what's kind of funny is my reason um, program that I use to make my music on. I have to have an Internet connection to use it. I have it on my laptop. But however, I need an internet connection to use it, so I have to be on Wi-Fi. Yeah, stupid. And, and that's not the only problem. Sure, you can say, okay, just put your phone in a hotspot. Well, the problem is, I got it halfway through an update before I had to leave, you know, from, from my home time. So, it's halfway updated, and it still has like 5 gigabytes of crap to download. And who knows, by the time I finally do that, then it's going to do another update. It's like, oh, I need to find a good ethernet-connected, you know, internet where I can get that get that update done. I shouldn't, shouldn't have started it if I would have known it was going to do that. But it happened. It happened. Because, yeah, otherwise I would just put my phone on hotspot mode, go in there, and uh, do what I need to do. And we'd make a killer intro. But, I don't know. Can't really use my <laughs> computer and its software because, it's, like I said, it's in the middle of updates. And they didn't get finished. And, I, yeah, yeah, things are kind of broken at the moment, and I haven't had been able to find good, stable internet for a very long time. I need to find somebody who has ethernet at their house. and Nobody I know has ethernet at their house, except for maybe my mom. Maybe my mom does. But I have to make a special trip, and then I'm going to spend the whole day... Oh yeah, I'm just going to spend the whole day at your house getting my computer updated. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that'd be really nice, wouldn't it? That would be really nice. Okay. Well, enough with that. Maybe uh, maybe I can find a real musician or someone out there. I'm not going to bother asking you guys. Nobody out there. Nobody. There's nobody out there. <laughs> uh, it's just a one-sided conversation here. But it's just all about you know being able to jur- journal what I'm doing, and if it helps somebody, it helps somebody. Okay. So the update for Monday, June seventeenth, twenty nineteen. Ah, uh, yeah. Weird, weird day. That's what I'm gonna. I want to call this the weird day of the three loads. Again, I think I think I had a couple of weeks ago where I started the week with uh, two small loads and then going on to the big load. It's, that's how this 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 is going. I left Gary, went up to Milwaukee to deliver my load. Now. I looked this one up on Google and I was kind of dreading this one. I could see that the backing was done off of a street. So what I did is I left two hours early. Yes, I I left two hours early than I should have. My appointment was for six. I got there at four. I was lucky somebody was there. It was was kind of a gamble I was willing to take. And yet, sure enough, it's a four-lane busy street, but of course at that hour it, there's like one or you know occasional car coming by, not very busy, because I had to back a 90 off the street into the dock, and then after you get it into the dock, you've got to uh, drop and hook you know unhook the trailer because your tractor was sitting in the middle of the uh, the two lanes on the oh, I guess it doesn't matter here. Yeah. It was in the middle of the two lanes, you know, one side of the street. So, how do I describe that? Okay. The street is going, um, 
east and west. And there's two lanes going east and two lanes going west. And when you're you're backed up in the dock, your tractor is blocking the two westbound lanes there on the street. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense in my head. And so you have to disconnect from the trailer, go to the parking lot, wait for them to unload, and then uh, they, you go ahead and repeat the process to get your trailer out of there. Luckily, uh, they finished just before. It was about 5.45. So the street was starting to pick up a little bit of traffic. So there was a little bit of a... I was holding up a little bit of traffic there because I had to back in, connect the trailer, you know, connect all the cables to the trailer, um, pull out the trailer enough to close the doors because once I leave here, there's no, you know, there's no shoulder. I'm, you know, I have to keep moving. So I had to get it forward, get the doors closed. I was running around there like a madman. <laughs> it was kind of like, hurry, 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 hurry. Of course, there's some people, you know, they, they did go around the truck, but then there's other people who are like, oh, man, this place again. Because <laughs> you know, you know, they've, they've dealt with it when they've, you know, been around this place. I'm sure they get get deliveries quite often there. <laughs> then I headed over to Oak Creek. And over in Oak Creek, I discovered we have a little drop yard there. I did not know that. I did not know that. Oh, 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 and something I forgot to mention, too. I almost backed into the wrong dock on the wrong side of the street on the wrong building when some guy, Asian guy, came out and said, because uh, this is what, what the direction sent me to, was the wrong side of the building. And I guess there's multiple businesses here. And the Asian guy comes out and says, what are you doing? I go, I'm backing up. I got a delivery. No, you go over there to the other place. It's parking lot, parking lot. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and parked in the correct spot. Okay, now back to where I was about the drop yard. Yeah, I just look at my notes. I'm like, oh, I forgot to mention that. Got to mention that. I wanted to talk about the little Asian dude. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm backing up here. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Uh, and then uh, at the at this drop yard, I barely get pulled into it, and a guy's like, "I need your empty. Are you dropping that? Yeah, I'm dropping it here. I'm picking up a relay." It's like, oh, I need your empty, come on. And I'm like, oh, I haven't swept it out yet. I don't care. I need the empty. Okay, it's yours. Here, take it, man. Take it, take it. So I didn't have to I didn't have to sweep it out. That was a cool deal. It was like cool beans, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead, it's yours. It is all yours. Oh, am I ever gonna learn? Am I ever going to learn? Oh, there's this little option, airplane mode. I'm gonna say that every clip, aren't I? <laughs> Every clip, airplane mode on. Thank you. Okay. That, that that's what reminds me. See, the reminder is the phone going off. You know, it is it is what it is. You know, <laughs> if there's any time in the day it's going to go off is when I'm and it's when I'm recording or podcasting. Every time, every time, man. And sometimes I do remember to put it on airplane mode. Those are the times you haven't heard it while I was recording. <laughs> oh, see, it throws me off track. It throws me off track. It throws me off track. So, what was I talking about? Okay, so I'm picking up my relay. Did the guy was he gave me his trailer, and I was taking this relay. Why was I taking this bad boy? 
to Walworth, Wisconsin. Not very far away. As again, it was a very short load. I think it was about 60 miles. I'm like, what's with these uh, short loads all of a sudden on a Monday? I'm like, what am I going to get next for the third one, man? Is this just going to be a repeat of what's going to happen for the rest of the week? Well, no. Uh, what happens is quite interesting. So anyways, this uh, load wasn't supposed to be delivered till 11 a.m. Of course, I said I left my other customer at about pretty much about 6 by the time I got. It was about 6.15 by the time I'm picking up the relay. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be there about 8.30, you know. Be there way early, you know. Get that. Get hopefully can get me in early, and then, you know, get moved on to the next one. Anyways, I uh, I get to this town, and of course the GPS is trying to route me down. No truck. I mean, they had big signs on them, no trucks, and then the signs had flags on them, basically saying, "Hey, no trucks here, man. You're not welcome. Find another way to this place." And that's pretty much how it is. I just eventually kept driving down until I saw a street that said, "No," you know, it said. You know, didn't have a no truck sign, and of course the GPS was routing me down it, so I go down it, and that that was the proper way to get to there. But yeah, it's like it's one little business. They probably put those signs up there because this business was probably you know bringing in a lot of truck traffic because they're a lumber yard, so a lot of lumber trucks would be coming in, and people like me. This was literally the light. It was about two thousand pounds was the load, and it was some type of cardboard for whatever they're put in their packing. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I'm like thinking, this is kind of a kind of a silly load. Kind of, you know, what it was like three pallets in there too. There wasn't much either. So I'm like, this should be a quick quick unload. Anyways, the customer was not very happy that I arrived early. Yeah, he's like, your appointment was at 11. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, most of them they're upset if you're late, not because you're early. What the hell's wrong with this guy? You know, I'm thinking, what the, what the, what the hell, dude? You know, you just having a bad, you having a bad Monday, huh? Huh? The wife not giving you head or loving over the weekend? What the hell, man? Come on, come on, come on, really? So after yeah, that, he just says, "All right, here, fine, go go into that dock right there." So I go into the dock. They, they, he gets me unloaded. Three three pallets, man. Come on. It's not much time in your time in your day to get three pallets off this truck. Of course, you got that off there. Here, here's your paperwork. Have a nice day. All right, all right. I'm like, I'm, I'm just getting out of here. I'm gonna go down the street to a, a small little truck stop, and I'm gonna finish my paperwork there and figure out what I'm doing for my next load. Now, the next load surprised me. This is the biggest one yet. One thousand and eighty-two miles picking up in Kuwakawana, Wisconsin going all the way to Richmond Virginia yeah and also I got another pre-plan coming from Richmond Virginia to I believe it was East East Chicago yeah so it's like holy cow that's almost basically from one of the two loads that I had in the morning. That's 2,000 miles by Wednesday, man. Woo! Yeah! Cha-ching! And that means uh, for the week I'll probably make almost 3,000. Almost. At least pretty dang close to it. We'll see what the last few loads of the week are. So, yeah. That is, got me all excited. That's a nice, That's a nice big, big, big trip there. But here in Wisconsin... Um, 
this place was weird. I had to, when I checked in, it was a first-come-first-serve first uh, loading situation. You know, I've been through these before. I mean, not, not on loading, but for getting unloaded. Like that one where I sat for four hours in line waiting to get unloaded. Ugh. So, of course, I sat there. Pretty much sleeper birth customer unloading for half of my ten hours. And that's that. And that's that. And then uh, tomorrow, headed for a fun-filled adventure to Richmond, Virginia. Finally, someplace new. I'm really excited about this. I've never been there. Finally for something new and a lot of miles to boot. Really excited for this. It's going to be a fun journey can't wait to find out what kind of excitement and adventures I'm going to have. I'm just so excited. Yay. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be an awesome, awesome day. What could possibly go wrong? Today is an explosive day of excitement. Explosive June 18th, 2019. How are y'all doing out there today? Today was a very exciting day. It just got me exploding with joy. Yeah, okay, okay. You kind of, yeah, well, if you've already seen the title of the episode, I think you know exactly where I'm going with it, so I'll stop with all the messed up jokes here. <sighs> Got up this morning. Everything was good. Did my pre-trip. All my tires were fine. Looking good. No issues. No cuts, abrasions, or bulges, or anything going on. Full of air. And I just mosey on down the highway. I actually made it through Chicago with no traffic on either end. It was smooth. Um going to speed limit all the way through that beautiful city of Chicago. Ah, oh, it was so nice. I love you, Chicago. I love you. We're such a pretty city. <laughs> With all your lights on in the morning. Uh, then I got the Gary. Everything's doing good. Had to fuel up my truck. Here's a fuel stop there. So I went ahead and fueled her up and got her going. Oh, yeah. Took my 30-minute break. Had me some cereal. Got something to eat. Filled my belly. Get ready for the adventure down to this place I've never been called Richmond, Virginia. I'm just, yeah, pumped with excitement, man. Just pumped. Pumped full of air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then I get to uh, uh, this place on about just before the exit on 24 and I-65. And I have my window rolled down. I'm listening to my podcast, you know, my podcast on, on, on the radio. And all of a sudden, I swear what sounds like an explosion outside. I mean, I'm not kidding you. It sounded like a bomb went off. <laughs> of course, as soon as I heard it, I already knew what it was. And I know, well, okay, I'm still steering. I'm not going off the road here. And, uh, you know, but I could hear the, feel the vibration. Like, oh, man. I, dude, it was so loud. The poor car next to me. And I knew it wasn't the car next to me because that's a little teeny car. I've blown tires in a car vehicle before. It's just 
they, they don't even really make a sound. They just go flat. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what that card thought. Or, or whatever happened behind me after the gator skin came off, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm trying to find a... You know, trying to, trying to pull over now. However... There's already a truck on the side of the road. He's already in my way. However, right after him's an exit. All right, we'll just get off here on this exit, and we'll find a place on the, you know, on the off ramp. But as I'm getting off there, I said, "Oh, there's a truck stop right over there, a, a BP British BP place over there." And I pull into there, and I'm like, "Oh, look at this! They have a tire replay place here. Perfect. This is gonna work out great." <laughs> so I finally get out to get out and look in the see the damage there's not much of a tire left this tire exploded every everything off of it the tread's gone um it's just in pieces it just it literally it just exploded and what's funny is i didn't hit anything the tire looked fine only thing i can guess is maybe somehow the tire got hot and it had way too much air pressure on it. of course i am running a heavy load too i don't know if that had anything to do with it but i've carried loads as heavy before i'm only 33.5 you know on the uh on that front but it just it just blew man it just said screw it i'm done i mean i couldn't believe how loud that was my god it was beautiful <laughs> scared the crap out of me at first but i realized what it was after it happened like oh yeah okay I just I just blew my first tire, man, on a truck. I mean, not my first tire ever, but my first semi truck tire. Uh, and I'm I'm just baffled at you know what happened there. I, I really want to know what happened there. Why did it go boom? Because I didn't hit anything. Uh, unless it's something that uh, I don't know. It looked fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> just gave up. It just gave up, man. Uh, holy cow. So I'm sitting there finally calling maintenance. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not going to get all my miles in that I, I wanted to do because this is a long trip. i got to get this to um, Richmond, Virginia at 9 a.m. tomorrow. However, the bill of lading says first come, first serve, you know, gives me an hour window so there's there's a window there however i wanted to be under 500 miles left on the trip before the end of the day however end of the day with 520 miles still left to go i wanted more than that i wanted to be under 500 because out of all of this i only lost about an hour and 20 minutes worth of driving time however that would have been enough to get me under 500 so this makes it very tight for me to at least get to the customer and at least be able to leave at least 30 minutes on my drive clock. Then you burn up my last, you know, three hours of, well, I'm going to use an hour for, you know, pre-trip, um, another safety check, and a 30-minute break tomorrow. So I have about two hours and 15 minutes or so to work with to get live unloaded at the customer and hopefully have the last 30 minutes at least to go get to a truck stop and get settled down for the night so that way i'm not spending the night at the customer because i don't even it's unknown if this customer allows overnight parking and then on top of it the pre-trip that i was supposed to come back with you know supposed to pick up there that customer did allow overnight parking however i got the pre-plan canceled on me 
weeks. Now, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow after uh, after I deliver. <sighs> it's just... The day has been exploding with excitement. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, while I was waiting for... Uh, they didn't use... I thought maybe they would use the, you know, the tire, the, the, the service they had there at that particular truck stop to fix the tire. However, they went through their own... I'm guessing a contract or something like that. I'm not sure. But some guy came out, fixed the tire. I was actually in back. They told me it would take about 90 minutes for him to get there. So I set my alarm clock for about 90 minutes in the future. And I'm like, well, he can knock on the door or whatever. I'm going to take me a, a snooze, take me a break, you know, take a little, you know, rest a little bit. Why not? Don't don't get worried about it. Just whatever. Shogunai, as they say in Japan. Shogunai. That's all you can do. It is what it is. Move on with your life. Get on with it, you know? No sense of worrying about it. It, it, it is what it is. Nothing I can do, you know? And then all of a sudden about... It wasn't even uh, the full 90 minutes. I hear someone knocking at the door. I'm like, oh, he's here. And I open the door, and uh, he says, I'm done. And I look over in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like, I didn't even hear you. I was just taking a snooze. He says, I'm really good at what I do. I'm really quiet. I'm really quiet. I'm like, okay. Okay. Nice. So it's done. Yep. Sign here and you're on your way. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, it was only an hour and a half I was down. I've heard other 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 horror stories of how long some people have had to wait, but this was this was beautiful. Just beautiful. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I got a little rest, however, just a little bit behind schedule now. Now I'm at a TA near Dayton, Ohio, is how as far as I made it. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. However, I got a really good uh, steak dinner, got me a shower, I'm working on my podcast now. I'm going to get some rest and be out of here about 1 in the morning or so. Probably a little bit before then because i got to get up, get me some coffee. So... Yeah, that was my explosive excitement today. <laughs> oh wow, wow! Yeah, if if you've never heard it, yeah, I couldn't even, like I said, I couldn't imagine being in a car next to me. It was on the uh, on the passenger side. However, there was a car passing me on the driver's side, but still, he was right up to me when it when it went boom. Then I don't know what happened to the the rest of the tire. I'm guessing it went off the road or. Because I wasn't sure. I, I looked. I was looking at my driver's side when I heard it, just to look. But then by the time I looked over the other side, everything's already happened. So hopefully it didn't get in anybody's way. And if it did, I'm sorry um, about my tire. It had that particular tire had an explosive personality. You know, that's all I can say about him. Like a creeper, like those creepers in Minecraft. When you get close to them. They blow up. Okay, well, that's uh, that's my excitement today. My first uh, tire blowout in the truck. Ah, <sighs> you know what? That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was a little, a little scary at first, but lucky. The, the main thing, it I was so lucky that it happened near an off ramp next to a truck stop. You know, if it was in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, 
Alright, now now the situation's a little different. Uh, yeah, that that's or you know on a two-lane highway that that's a whole different scenario. I think because of when it happened, how it happened, it kept me calm. I was able to keep my nerves down. You know, it's just yeah, it couldn't have happened any better at the better time that it happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's weird because thing when things like that happen in my life, that's usually how they happen. <sighs> yeah, adventurous day. Adventurous day. Something new happened today. Of course, something new happens every day. So, welcome to the world of a trucking life of a trucker who got all excited when he got blowed. <laughs> that was bad. Okay, I'll stop with the bad jokes. They're just not working today. I know they're not working. I'm sorry. Only one laughing is me. Yeah, only one laughing is me. We'll see how tomorrow goes. It's going to be a tight schedule. I don't know how I'm going to pull it off, but I'm going to try. And if I pull it off, I'll let you know how well I pull it off. But I tell you what, it'll be the best damn blowjob I've ever had. Welcome to the update for June 19th and 20th. You get double the feature today. Well, it's probably one day when you're listening to this, so I don't know why I'm saying double feature today. But it's a double feature of today. Oh, okay. Because after the uh, sponsor segment, I have a special topic that I want to talk about. But, uh, yeah, other than that, let's... uh, Let's move on for uh, the 19th. Got up in the morning up at that uh, TA. Uh, I don't remember what time. It was early, like 1 in the morning, with my tight schedule. And it got tighter because I had to cross the Appalachian Mountains on I-64. And oh my God, with this heavy load, there was moments... Uh, a lot of moments when going up the hill i was only doing 25 miles an hour 25 i think that's the slowest i've ever gone uphill in this truck it just it just it just it has no balls man this truck has absolutely no balls however beautiful drive beautiful drive West Virginia and Virginia, you're a very, very, very pretty state. For I had moments there where it was I was deep in the mountains and it made me long and call for the West. Man, I really miss the West, guys. I'm a little homesick. <laughs> Oh, and it was a long, long day. I burned up every hour of drive time to make it those that 520 miles. 520 miles, yeah. I was worried about not making it to the customer in time. However, I had plenty of 14, so I wasn't worried about it for when I got to the customer because I knew I would have plenty of time, plenty of time, Hopefully, you never know, because it was a first-come, first-serve situation there. 
I did get there. Uh, let's see, what time did I get there? About Yeah, it was a little after noon when I got there. There was another rail truck in front of me, and funny thing was, is I saw this girl. She was leaving the the shipper when I was getting uh, just arriving there to get loaded. Somehow, yeah, we both ended up there at the same time. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I even told her, I said, hey, I, I saw you up there in uh, uh, Kuanaka. Uh, however you say that name, you know me. I cannot pronounce the names of these places for the life of me. I just I just can't. I, I give up. I'm not even going to try anymore. It's not even worth it. <laughs> oh, and when I was there, easy, easy check-in. I had, let's see, oh, I probably had about two hours of my spare, you know, 14, because I had to take a 30-minute break in there and my pre-trip, and then I took another, uh, you know, piss break. So that burned up about an hour of it. And there was this other guy that pulled up while I was waiting for the other rail, rail driver to uh, get unloaded. He's all walking around there like, oh, what's going on? This is taking up too much time. This guy was impatient. Mm-hmm. So impatient when it became time for me to leave, because you when you had to leave this particular uh, customer, you had to get onto a road, which which was a street with with no places to pull over to the side or anything. You you'd have to go on the street, and it's a good mile. I don't even know where a good spot would be to you know to pull over. Do you do your paperwork to close your doors, that kind of stuff? However, I was smart. I was listening for the forklift because I knew I had um, 11 rolls of this this paper in there. So I was counting it each time the, the forklift went in there. And when he got down to two, I went, finished up my paperwork, got everything done there. So when they were done, gave me the green light. All I had to do was pull forward and shut my doors. I pulled forward. You know, run around back, go shut my doors, and here's this asshat. He's over there blowing his air horn at me, and I just like whatever, dude. And he's just like, "Come on, hurry! Come on, come on! Time, time, time! You're taking too much time." It didn't even take me a minute. When I got back in the truck, I looked at the clock. It didn't even take me a minute to close my doors. Oh, you know. And there was written, like I said, there was no place to pull over because. Uh, he was just being impatient, and you know what? I felt like when I when I left there, yeah, I crawled out of that parking lot. I crawled out of there. I sat at the exit, letting traffic go by, and took my time. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to be a dick, I can be a dick back. It's just the way I am sometimes, you know? Uh, I got when I left there. I actually had forty minutes left on my clock, and I was heading up to a TA. I think it was up on uh, sixty-five, I believe, going uh, going north. Because my next uh, my next load was to be picked up in Winchester, Virginia. Winchester, yeah, I suppose I said that right. Hey, hey, a name I can say right because it, it, it reminds me of guns. That's right, I'm gay for guns. 
a reference, very few will get. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that because that's as far as I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> and you think going like nine miles um, should only, the GPS said it would only take 15 minutes. No, it took 30 minutes. Yeah, because all the I hit every red light, every red light, and I'm like, come on! And these are not just you know quick little red lights. These red lights are taking two to three minutes a piece. It's like holy cow! Finally got on the interstate and was able to make it the rest of the way. Oh, and there was a little construction in there too. Yeah, just just to add to the little mix, you know. <laughs> I get to the get to the TA. Yeah, at least I had enough money to do my uh, post trip. Uh, got into a found a spot to where I can pull straight in, so I can. Uh, I had a view of some trees and some forest. I didn't have the view of uh, the truck stop and other trucks. Mm-hmm. Did my nose dive again? It's, it's it's becoming my thing. If I got the chance, I'll do it. Today I didn't because these are all pull throughs here. And I went inside and got Popeyes. Now. I've heard a lot about Popeyes, and I'm like, okay, um, I want to. Try. I had the popcorn shrimp, the three-piece chicken, and the deep-fried Oreos. Oh my God, them deep-fried Oreos were good. Oh my God, the popcorn chicken it sucked, and the actual chicken itself very crispy and very juicy. It wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. However, I went back to the truck and I said, well, because my next load was an appointment for 8.30 in the morning, I didn't have to be... Um, uh, oh, okay, I'll explain that in a minute. That's, uh, that's work calling because I was trying to get another early delivery. So I, I was able to have like, yeah, what was it, three extra hours of sleep in that deal? Which was, I thought, oh, nice. Somehow I got in the back of the truck, and guess what? I conked out. I conked out and thought, oh, well, I'll probably record when I get up in the morning. Nope. I slept all the way through it until the last possible moment. I slept, oh, my God, it was 11 hours. 11 hours last night. And it felt so good. So good. Okay, let's move on to... Uh, yeah, so, so good. And now we move on to today, the 20th. I got up, got me my coffee, and God, this was just some... I don't know. This coffee I got was disgusting. And I had creamer in it, and it was still disgusting. Gro oh, no, next time I go for the normal Colombian coffee. I can't remember the name of this particular flavor, but it was some type of special, and it was new and seasonal or some crap like that. And ugh, it was just disgusting and awful. No, 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 no. Never again. Never again. And and still have the rotten taste of that coffee in my mouth even right now. Just thinking about it. Ugh, yuck, 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 yuck. 
And then I start heading to Winchester, and it starts to rain. Now, I don't mind a little rain. It washed all the bugs off my truck. It gave it a bath. That's only because it rained. It's not raining now. It's kind of funny. Now it stops. I'm parked now, and it stops raining. Oh, God. It rained the whole day. And then the rain through, as going through Cleveland, was so bad, you couldn't even see inches in front of me. Uh, it was the last uh, 30, mi- 30 miles, too, until I got here to this, um, this service. Uh, we'll call it an oasis. That's the best way I know it. It's, it's one of those service, pla- service plaza. That's what they call it, a service plaza. The ones that have the, they're on the turnpike here, and they have free showers. That's what I love about them. I just want to sneak me in a free shower later, because it's free. That's why you get a free shower, because it's free. There I go with my bad jokes again. There I go with my bad jokes again. Doggone it. Why do I come up with this stuff? Hmm? <laughs> I'll stop the bad jokes. I will stop the bad jokes. Okay. Uh, got the Winchester. Uh, what did I... Oh, and it was one of these... Uh, this place where we load. I had to go inside and remove boards off the pallets. Really? They need me to help them do that? Couldn't they hire somebody to have a job to do that? Why do I have to go in there and do it? And then I, then I got to make sure to... Strap it down and make sure it was inspected by the inspector guy. Made sure it was okie dokie so he can seal it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not, not my favorite customers when they make me get out of my truck. At least I wasn't locked in a cage, so I guess it isn't that bad, right? Not that bad. Ah. Oh. Of course, left there. Rain some more. Um, believe it or not, taking what was it? Uh, seventy. I came up seventy or seventy-one. I can't remember now. Gotta gotta refresh my memory. I used to write down the uh, the roads that I was going to be on because that's what they teach us in training. However, I don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore because it takes too much time. Oh no, it was. It was yeah, it was, uh, was it 76? I'm looking at Google Maps here. Okay, yeah, I took 70 to 76. Of course, 76 leads its way up here to where I'm on now is 80, the Ohio Turnpike. Yeah. But in this portion of the Appalachian Mountains, <clears throat> much better. Much, much better. I went through that a lot easier than I did the one on uh, 64. My goodness. You wouldn't think, uh, I guess each area's got their own roughness of how to get through it, but yeah, much well, it was much easier on this, this uh, northern end than it was the southern end. Of course, yeah, I, I was on this one. There was uh, This is the one when I went to, I took this route when I went to Shippensburg. Yeah. Nice little drive, nice little drive. Except the rain, it, it kept, you know, making it impossible to see, so that slowed me down. And then close to here, there was a, of course, I'm down to like 45 minutes left on my clock. I have 21 miles left to go to make it to here. And I'm stuck in traffic. Why? Because it was so blinding, 
I was even worried about. I was like, what if somebody does something dumb in front of me and I can't see them? Or if there's a traffic jam or, or something, you know? At least I was able to see that the, the traffic was backed up. But, yep, somebody got it. Somebody got it. And then, they were, um, yeah, they wrecked their truck. I'm not sure where the other vehicle was because there was only one vehicle. I think maybe he hit somebody, you know, yeah, maybe hit a truck in the back of a truck. Because later on down the road, I saw a... Okay, you know what? That's twice now in a row. Airplane mode on. Okay. Hopefully that's the last time. Sorry about that. I'll never learn, will I? I will never learn. I will never learn. I need to. I need to put... I think that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a little note, a little post-it or something with tape on it, and put it on my podcast recorder here that says airplane mode on it. So that way when I go to dig this out to start recording, the first thing I see is my note that says airplane mode means do it now. <laughs> and that was probably a little bit louder because I'm actually holding the phone doing stuff here. Oh, and then I also saw how a little white car... And there was flooding, you know, there's a flood warning, got an amber alert in the ditch. And the ditch was, you know, the little ditch in the road, or what do you call it, a medium, middle, middle, middle ditch, I call it, was full of water. And this poor little white car somehow found himself in there and was up to his, but that car was about halfway in the water. It was deep, very deep. So here I am. I'm now at the uh, service plaza. I went in and had me some Panera bread for dinner, and I had some chicken Alfredo tortellini. That, yeah, that's a mouthful. I even asked the lady, "What is it?" She's like, "It's really hard to describe." You know what? I'll you know what? I'll just try it because I love Panera bread. Then it came with some chips. Had me a mango smoothie. Mm, it was actually really, really, really good. I love Panera bread. I like their uh, their their weird and odd bagels that they got. Oh, so good, so good. It's too bad. I don't know. They probably won't be open when I got to leave in the morning. Which this load is not, you know, it's it's an appointment for 11 a.m. And of course, I contact my fleet manager. Say, hey, I can probably be there at about seven to eight a.m. You know. Well. Unfortunately, that one of the messages you just heard was basically saying, let's see here. It's a set appointment. You have to get there by the set time at 11. Now, one thing, last time I did this, you know, it's kind of funny because it was for 11 o'clock an appointment. That was when I went to you know, Green Bay, and it, ended up, it turned out to be first come, first serve, and I sat there for four hours. I wonder if I should uh, call the customer. (laughs) Mm. It's a set appointment. Yeah, but if I get there tomorrow and I end up waiting for four hours, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be very happy. Well, that means I can leave here at 5 a.m. in the morning. Cool beans. Don't have to rush it. I need a little time here. It's too bad this is a 
<sighs> a service stop and not somewhere in a town where I can go explore for a few hours. But what I want to... Well, it stopped raining now. Kind of funny, yeah. Now that I'm done wound down for the day, it has now stopped raining. The rain's done. It's over. Yeah. Dang you, rain. Dang you. Why you gotta be like that? Holy cow, dude. You gotta go speeding through here like that? <sighs> Truck drivers. A lot of you, I'm going to say, a lot of you, are just too damn in a hurry. I get it. You're racing the clock. Don't let it race you. You know what I mean? That's one thing I've already kind of learned, is don't let it push you to do, go speeding, do dumb stuff, be an idiot, make you uh, be impatient when someone's trying to close their doors. Get over yourselves, man. Get over yourselves. Oh, I'm trying to think of anything else I want to say besides... Got to go up to... Where's this going? Uh, Sag, Sagnaw, Michigan? Yep. Oh, can't be there until 11. Oh, don't have to leave here until 5. Heck, I could probably stretch it to 6 if I wanted to. I don't have far to go. I'm five hours away, but I always like to add my, my one-hour bullshit hour just in case anything comes up. Well, yeah, of course, I'm going to have to take a 30 in there. So, And with pre-trip, there's that hour. Well, 20 minutes for the segment. Well, I guess it's two days in one. We'll let that slide, right? You'll let it slide? You'll let it slide? Because after our next segment, there's something I want to talk about. This one, actually, I have to take my phone off of uh, airplane mode. Because there's something I want to talk about that's been going on in the group. And I feel like I feel like this issue has to be addressed. It must be addressed. So what is it I'm talking about? Stay tuned and find out. Welcome to this bonus segment. Bonus time. It's bonus, bonus time, bonus time. Bonus time. Bonus, bonus time. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll stop with the crappy singing. I'll do it. Maybe. Okay. So, today we're going to talk about Freightgate 2019. Now, I'm a member of this group on Facebook called Rail Transport Drivers. Now, currently a big discussion mainly by a feller named uh, Derek, believes that there is a freight gate going on. Yeah. He keeps going on because he's not getting um, not getting many loads, and he keeps hearing from his fleet manager that there is a freight shortage. He states here, and I quote, I'm beginning more and more to think this whole driver shortage, in quotes, thing is a lie. I'm constantly being told, along with everyone else in the fleet, that there is a freight shortage. Which one is it? Now, there there is a discussion, uh, mainly with another feller named Albert, 
Um, driver shortage. He says driver shortage is because of company turnaround rates. Well, it depends on how you look at that. Um, some of these people are also discussing that. Um, you know that they're giving all the loads to good qualified drivers. You know that deserve to have the loads. And then another one saying, no, it's because of all the flooding in the Midwest. You know? So, could it be the weather? Could it be because they're choosing only the more experienced drivers to get more loads? Well, if that was true, see, I, I even, uh, I wasn't on this one, but maybe it was another one I he posted on this topic. I basically come out and said, hey, uh, may, is it just you flatbedders? Because me as a drive van, I barely have any time to even take a breather. They just keep me moving and moving and moving. I'm go, 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 go. Except for days like uh, today where I'm in constraints of, you know, the appointments. But however, even after this one, I already know that I'm going to be go, go, go to try to get home. Because I already got a pre-plan for the next one. You know, so lately I've been having pre-plan after pre-plan. I'm too... I know two two ahead is, but sometimes that might get canceled and it switches anyway, so I try not to totally get involved with a, a pre-plan when I get it. Okay. Where is... There was another topic in here he kept going on about and, and kind of continued um, this discussion. Uh, Derek goes, Got news from upstairs that we actually have too many drivers and no one expected this to happen because it was expected most new hires would quit. So now we don't have a freight to meet the supply. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And, of course, uh, hashtag FreightGate2019. I like that. I think that's what we should call this. And, you know... Someone else in here mentioned something about how the classes are really big, and I, I kind of kind of get it. It's like oh, this is funny. Uh, it's a picture of Pikachu, and it says them. Uh, there's a freight shortage. Me, no. There's dependability shortage. Dependable people are getting miles. Them. Oh, and that's a little picture of Pikachu. <laughs> But yeah, the classes, I was wondering this too. Now, this goes into the next thing. If there's a driver shortage and there's too many people being hired on, too many new drivers, and they're not quitting and they're sticking around, well, that means there's no longer a driver shortage anymore to cover all the freight. It's not really a freight shortage. It's just that there's no longer a driver shortage. Okay. I know in the discussion they were talking about, you know, there's a freight shortage. But however, the, the terminology everyone's going still saying is that there's a driver shortage. Well, in if you look at it, if if, if, if Rails probably not the only, I don't think the only company doing the new, you know, training the the new drivers. A lot of companies are doing this. So if they're just signing them on, I mean, when I went to my class, there was 13 people that day. I'm looking at going, 
how is this going to cover all the work? And if they're doing that on a weekly basis, and some of them here I'm looking there having like 10 to 20 a week, that's a lot. You add that up, that can be, it's like 50, we'll just say on average, 50, 50 new drivers a month. Do the math. At the end, that's a lot of drivers to have. That's a lot of drivers to train. And if they're, and if they're doing their job, you know, they're, they're sticking around with the company. And well, there's also been a lot of people quitting. A lot of people have been around, done their contract. They're now moving on to other companies. So the drivers that are training, they're eventually going to move over to somewhere else because now they're they're moving up in the uh, the ladder, I guess you would say, the ladder of of drivers if there's such a thing in this uh, industry so can we safely say it's not the amount of freight it's the amount of drivers so can we safely say that there's no longer a driver shortage anymore that all these all the companies that are doing the trainings they got so many going on they're creating so many new drivers, and now they've gotten so many drivers that there's no longer a demand. I think, I think, you know, someone as they were saying here, they weren't expecting, uh, wasn't expecting that to happen. From according to uh, what Derek said, they, they they weren't expecting to have too many drivers. Well, what do you think happens when you get so many sign-ons? But then again, they can make money. The people who don't make it through or just give up, uh, 7000 bucks in Rails pockets, so they're, they're making money either way. So they're still training drivers, you know. And some of them don't make it through the program. They may fail the test. They may quit. I've always been curious to know what the demographic of it is. Like, out of the 13 people that were in my group when we joined, how many of us are still driving, you know, today? Um, six months later, you know, I'd love to actually. I'd like to know that demographic. That would be really nice to know. Is it half of us, or is it say three of us, or two of us? But according, if 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 if, if the hand in hand of, of it being a freight shortage or a driver shortage, if you have more drivers, then that creates. If you have two, if you have a driver shortage, so you get more drivers. And all of a sudden now you have a freight shortage. You see where I'm going at here? It created something else. So we've eliminated. We've eliminated the driver shortage problem now. I believe that's where this industry is heading right now. And it's something we're probably going to see by the end of the year. Is The driver shortage is going to be gone. There's going to be more drivers than there are freight now. Because the demand for drivers was so high... A lot of them got trained. A lot of them got hired on with companies and new starter companies. That there's just so many drivers now. That so much training has been done. That now we've got too many drivers. Hence, not enough freight to cover them all. So we solved one problem, but we may have created another in the industry. That, that's my theory. I, I'm not saying that this is 100% fact, but this is just what, from reading this discussion that's been going on, especially from Derek, he's the one that keeps bringing us up in the group about the freight shortage. But then all of a sudden comes up and says, oh, wait a minute. 
it's it's actually the driver shortage is gone. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's my uh, that's my theory. That's my take on Freightgate 2019. We'll see how this goes throughout the year. I'll probably try to keep up on it. I'll be following this uh, development and it keeps going because. I believe that we're going to see a change in this industry by the end of the year. And it's just my guess. We're, I'm, I'm purely speculating. It is my guess. That the driver shortage will no longer be a problem. However, enough freight to cover all the drivers. Now, if now if those all those new drivers can't get freight, that means they may quit and do something else move on, you know, and all of a sudden now you got less drivers, now you have more freight, you don't have enough drivers to cover the freight and now you got a driver shortage again. Is this something that's been going on to this industry? Is just what it is? Are we just seeing a new stage of it? Kind of like the the economy? But yeah. I, I'd be interested to hear if anybody else thinks the same thing or has any comments on this. Just send uh, a voicemail on... Uh, Anchor, and if you don't got that, you can follow me on you know Twitter at Anthrit, yeah, at Anthrit at Twitter, and send me a message on Twitter. Send me a tweet or Anthrit Onirovato on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. So there is my little two cents on Freightgate. I hope you've enjoyed this little bonus segment. I might throw in bonus segments in the future. You never know when I got something on the trucking industry uh, or something that's going on in the group that I just want to discuss, that I want to get off my chest and get my point across in the podcast. So that way you all can have a wonderful, wonderful time listening to me. Or at least something outside of the... Yeah. Normally I guess I do kind of talk about the stuff that's called ramble. I know I'm rambling. I'm doing it again. Oh, and by the way, it's raining again. This time with a lot of wind. Oh, and I was just thinking about going out there and taking a shower, huh? I might as well just stand outside. I'm just going to stand outside. Because we got a freight gate going on here. Alright, guys. We'll see you in the next segment for tomorrow. You all have a good night. Welcome to the first day of summer. Yeah, today was the first day of summer. June 21st, 2019. And did it feel like the first day of summer? Yes, it did. At least it wasn't raining today. (laughs) That rain yesterday, my goodness. Maybe now that's the last of the rain. And now we can move on into summer and have fun, fun, fun till it... Daddy takes the jeeber away, or like, or beach baby, beach baby. I'm sorry, I'm I, I'm not gonna sing Beach Boys to you guys. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just not gonna do that. Got up at about 5:30 is when I left this morning. 5:30. Mm-hmm. It's a little too early. <laughs> not really. A little too late for my liking. Because I was worried how I was going to find parking at the end of the day. What am I going to do? I actually debated 
on getting my load after I delivered and then just going down for my 10 hour and then leaving at like 1 a.m. in the morning and finishing the final trip. Nah, nah, nah. Didn't, didn't happen that way. Well, first of all, I uh, get up to Sagnaw, Sagnaw, Michigan. I get up there an hour early. Turns out, I was the only delivery expected that day. I could have showed up at 7.30 if I wanted to. That's why it is sometimes best to contact the customer. I have done this in the past. I don't know why I didn't do it with this one. But I thought I would uh, contact the fleet manager anyways. As again, this is another situation where like the other one where I end up, it was first come, first serve. I could have been there early, got done early. Same thing with this one. I could have gotten there just as they started opening the doors. They could have unloaded me right away. And we could have been merry happy on our way for the day. Because the load I was picking up was ready to be picked up at 3 a.m. in the morning. And let me talk about how fast they unloaded me. This was a 20-minute live load, unload, live unload. Ah, so that that was a little little heartbreaking because that takes away from my home time that starts tomorrow. So now I I'm probably not going to be able to get done until until noon, until noon. Cuz I'm 3 yeah, I'm 3 hours away from the customer and then I'm 3 hours back to Gary. Oh, I guess that explains where I'm at right now. <laughs> So after my delivery there, decided to drive a uh, hundred miles on back highways, and took three hours to do a hundred miles. But hey, that's how it is to get up to Stanwood, Stanwood, Michigan. Hey, I can pronounce this one, Stanwood. He's very wood. He's got it on for you in Stanswood. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop right there. <laughs> oh my god. I need a drink. Only thing I don't like about using this microphone, I can't pause. Especially uh, when I need to take a drink or cough or sneeze or do whatever. Just take a break and think about my thoughts. That's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm stalling. I'm stalling right now in Stanwood. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see. Uh, this one's going to Sterling, Illinois. Supposed to be there at 6.10 in the morning. Which, not going to make it there at that time. And this place was another one of those clusterfucks. Clusterfucks. I literally had to sit there and wait in the waiting room to be have my name called after I checked in just so I can get my BOLs because it was a drop and hook. So 40 minutes in customer check-in and out status. Uh, why? Why? However, once I did get um, 
get it all get it all hooked and out of there. Got my load weighed and took a 30 minute break. I realized I had four hours and 20 minutes left of my clock. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to think about that. And I'm not going to make the joke either. I'll let you guys make the joke, okay? I, the joke is way, way overdone, man. Way overdone. And... Gary was about 192 miles away. And I'm like, hmm. That's cutting her close. It's cutting her real close. However, the GPS says it's only going to take me three hours and ten minutes. So I'm like, perfect. That gives me an hour to goof around. So if I was going to get here an hour early, if you can see where the story's going, that I was going to request to drop and hook the load, not not drop and hook, uh, relay the load here, and then start my start my weekend early. You know, get two two nights with the wife. I haven't had one of those in. Uh, probably about a month now. It's all been uh, 34, almost perfectly 34 hours. It's just like, eh, I need more time. I need more me time. Maybe I'll ask that. Maybe if I request it, say, hey, I would like to have two nights off. I probably should request it so I can get it, you know? Then, uh, but I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to Gary tonight or not. I was just kind of playing it by ear, seeing how close I could get. I have an hour left on my clock. I get to the intersection, intersection, interchange of I-80 and I-65, I believe it is. The one that goes up north and south. Traffic jam. The last six miles, traffic. Stop, go, stop, go. It was like that all the way to the terminal gates. Yes. Even after I got off I-80 onto Klein Avenue, it was also busy there because the Gary train was going by. I mean, it was like all the scenarios that could possibly happen in that last hour, I got to the terminal with... What was it? Seven minutes. To, yeah, it was seven minutes left on the clock. So not enough time to be able to relay and drop a hook, a trailer. My day was over. Oh. I, I thought about sending a message for a request to do it, but it's like, well, I could use the, uh, I could use the miles. You know, it's an extra, extra 150 on there. So I just basically in the in, in the morning at about 5 a.m. I'm just gonna go run this load, drop it off, bring back an empty over here to Gary, and I'm done. And uh, and to be prepared for the weekend, I've gotten everything taken care of. I got here. I took a nice long hot shower. Then I went out to um, uh, sack and save down the street here. Did all my shopping, got all my groceries and everything I needed. Did my laundry. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, and I stopped by this place called um, Barbecue Something, Barbecue King. It was a kind of a, a you know a takeout place. And I thought it was going to be good because the reviews on Google were really good. 
However, it was not that good. It's... Eh. 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 Still have some left over. I'm going to save the rest of it so my wife can have some, you know, easy easy dinner for tomorrow night. Or lunch. Now it would be lunch, actually. Because it will be Saturday night, and I'm going to want to barbecue because I haven't barbecued in a while. I didn't do it last weekend because my wife made dinner. So I want to barbecue. Sit outside... Have a little, uh, have a little fire in the fire pit, barbecue, you know, drink some beers, relax. She's working, cause now she's got a job here. That didn't take her long to get a job here, and she's uh, working Saturday and Sunday. But she, she, I, she did a great decision. I thought was perfect. She didn't want to do full time like her other job. She said she wanted to work part time. I said that's perfect, enough to keep her busy, you know, so she's not totally bored but yet is making some money to blow on whatever she wants to blow it on and yeah because she wants to get another phone we're trying to trying to pay off our uh, RV as well and I think there might be a, a new vehicle here soon in the future the old uh, the old van is a uh, don't know how long she's gonna be with us yeah uh, past uh, past week. I was gassing her up, a little fuel's leaking. It's not holding cooling as much as it, you know, it's it's going down all the time. Oil's doing great, it's not using any oil, so I guess that's good. So I'm in that debating thing if I should go and put her in the shop, fix it up that way, or go shopping and looking around because I want a Ford Transit cargo van, the high top, you know. And then convert that into a a camper in the back. Be a fun little project, you know. I can work on it over the years or something. But something newer that's you know at least three to four years old, but not you know almost twenty. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this one's eighteen years old, two thousand one. It's an old vehicle. It's an old vehicle. So I might go shopping tomorrow while she's at work. While I go shopping to get uh, something to barbecue or whatnot. So hopefully, all I do is just look, look. <laughs> That's all I want to do, is just look. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, you're probably gonna hear me coughing. You wouldn't know that I have always been doing that, cause you know I'm, I'm a smoker and a joker and a midnight toker. But normally, when I use the app, I can pause the recording. This one, I can't. I mean, I can, but it's going to, when I put it into the app, they're going to be uh, multiple segments. So if I do it, cut, you know, pause it two or three or four times, it's going to put it in there as four, you know, as many times as segments in there. And, and I want them to be as one piece. I need to, I wonder if they make it and I should look for it is an audio editor something like audacity for for uh for android do they make audacity for android live right here i'm gonna look it up you know and sitting sitting there saying oh do they make this do they make this let's see if audacity audacity it came up as a Free Audacity Shortcuts, Tutorial for Audacity 2018, Free Audacity Tutorials, uh, 
Tutorial Audacity. Wave Editor for Android. Hmm. What's this? Record, mix, and master audio for your next audition with Wave Editor for Android. 4.0? Huh. I might have to try this. All I would need to do is, like, put multiple uh, clips together and then make it one. Used to be great, but sucks now. The new interface is cluttered, looks terrible on my screen, and has lost meaningful information. Huh. When was that posted? Oh, just recently. Huh. Is it ads? Contains ads. In-app purchases. Huh. See, I don't mind paying for an app. You know, sometimes they'll let you pay for it to remove the ads. But in this situation, I might have to find something here. Equalizer Pro, related apps, uh, music doll, huh? Mixing station. Wonder if they have a music making program too. I used to love Reason. Ooh, new post from Ray. Let's see what Ray's got going on here. If it fits, it sits. Okay. Whatever. Okay, I'm getting distracted, but there we go. I, I might solve my problem. Get an app to do it. Then I can pause it and not have to cough in your face or something stupid. Okay, so yeah, there's that. I got everything done. Basically, what I did is I did everything so I didn't have to do anything tomorrow. All I got to do tomorrow when I get done is submit my paperwork and get the hell out of here. Go to the store, get me some booze, get me some food and cooking, and maybe, maybe look at a car lot. Just maybe. Just look at some vans. Just look at. Just looking. Ah. If I come back in the next segment, say I bought a van, hunt me down, slap me, and call me a bitch. We'll see you tomorrow. Welcome to the update for Saturday, June 22nd, 2019, and home time for the 23rd. Okay, okay. You're going to you're going to love this one. I guarantee it. First of all, my stupid truck PC updated. Yes, it updated. And I hate it. Because I'm not really a fan of the black, but I want to go back to the white. But when I go back to the white, I can't see what new messages I have because the new messages no longer are in bold. They have a yellow yellow icon to the uh to the left of the me yeah to the left of the message, and uh, you know that just no go. I like the bold the bold on the subject, so I know what messages are new. It's heck, that's common everywhere, isn't it? Uh, right, everywhere. That new stuff is usually bold. So I'm not sure what the developers were thinking on that one. They oh, they weren't. 
because when you go to the white, see the icon for the yellow message, new message, is still yellow. So it's practically not even visible when in the white mood. Hmm. Yeah. So, not a fan of it. I wish you could actually, like, change the colors to a little bit more custom colors, because I would do something like green, you know, have the text green, but the background black instead of black with white text. Oh, that would be awesome, like an old-school terminal, you know? But no, unfortunately, no. Not going to happen. <laughs> so, I headed on to my delivery there, and, um, what was it? Sterling, Illinois? Yeah, Sterling, Illinois. On my way there, I was being routed on I-88. However, I noticed that US-30 was going through there, so I decided to jump off of I-88, you know, save them some toll money, and save me some less hassle on the road, because US-30 on this part is really, really good. Very little traffic. It was a beautiful drive, Beautiful Saturday morning, the sun was shining, the weather temperature, the weather temperature, yeah, the weather temperature was just right, just where I like it. Ah, get to the customer, get my, uh, you know, dropping hook done. Should be real simple, right? First of all, this was a very, very, very tight place I had to drop this trailer. Almost scratched me a, um, a Swift trailer, but... I think it got speared, that Swift trailer. Ooh, ooh. You know, I hate to have to hit a... That, that wouldn't be right to hit a Swift trailer. You see what I mean? It should be the other way around. Never, never be the one being hit. They should be the one hitting. Does that make sense? No, no it doesn't. Then it came time to find an empty. I couldn't find an empty where they told me the empties were. So I go to the office... Asked the lady, do you have any empties? She's like, no, sorry, we don't have any empties in our inventory. So finally, I get a hold of the, you know, the weekend dis dispatch, I guess you'd call it, the weekend people. And I'm like, they have no empty, you know, I'm just because I'm going to drop this thing back off in Gary anyway. So I figured, oh, well, just tell me to bobtail it or something. Well, I sit there, wait almost an hour. So I'm like, all right, screw it. I just, I guess I'll just head back to Gary. Maybe they can't figure anything out. So... I check out of the customer, I leave the customer, start heading down the road. Sure enough, there's the message. Go back to the customer. We show that this trailer number is uh, is empty and should be there. All right, let's go back. So this time, I, when I went to the guard shack instead of the office, the guard shack let me know that, oh, we have two trailers empty, but they're in this section over here, completely opposite side of the building, opposite side of the lot of where I was originally told to get them. So, as again... Information is the key. Communication there, right? Communication, communication, communication. That's just something we're, we're going to study here today. And when you communicate, you make sure your computers, because they are both looking at their computers, make sure your computers are up to date. Unless it just happened while I was waiting. Maybe that's what the wait was when I was waiting for a response from the weekend dispatch, was that the trailer was trailers were being unloaded and weren't unempty yet, so that's why they were just kind of trying to keep me hanging around there. But I was like, nobody said anything. There's nothing going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm getting out of here. But I did find a trailer. Uh, the trailer, the tandem pole arm, I guess you would say, pole lever, was so bent up I couldn't get the, you know, just the tandem, so that was kind of a pain in the butt. So I'm like, well, I guess once I get to Gary, this is going straight into maintenance. So I sent a message, you know, saying that. 
But here's where things are going. It get really weird. So I start driving back to Gary. Maybe what flagged it is I took US 30. 30. I took it the no toll route, you know, in instead of taking 88, you know. It's an empty load. Might as well save him some money as you can, you know. Save him some money. Take the non-toll route. All right. Back into Gary. Oh. I get about, I would say about halfway to Gary. And all of a sudden, I see... Workflow has been resent for the following reason. Closed. WF. Where are you headed to? Okay. Then my phone rings and uh, the driver line. But I'm driving. I'm not answering the phone. So screw that. And let's uh, continue on. So I just continue on. I'm like, I'm going to Gary. It should be in my workflow. It's kind of obvious where I'm going. I'm heading that direction, you know. And then all of a sudden, then I get another message. Uh, let me make sure Planner is okay with that. Okay, what are they okay in here? My fleet manager said that after I uh, drop this load, that I'm free to go right back to Gary for my home time. You know, no need for explanations, right? Do I do I need to? So finally, I keep going. I keep driving. I was like, I'm going to Gary anyways. I'm going home for the weekend. I don't I don't give a flying fuck, you know. We'll, we'll let them figure it out, you know, which I think they eventually did. And then they resent the workflow. Uh, for the following reasons. Um, confirm launch date and time. Okay, confirm launch date and time. I have no clue what's going on here. I'm so confused. And so, I, I you know, I get to Gary. I drop, in, drop my trailer. I wash my truck, do my paperwork, and I get the hell out of there. Yeah, that, that's how you handle that. Headed on down to, we found uh, in Portage, I was looking for uh, uh, a place, that, you know, a butcher, a place where you can go in and buy meat, you know, because in Fort Wayne I had one and it was really good. I think it was called Jensen's Meat there, but a little, you know, not, not like you go to the store and you pick out, you know, pre-cuts already. You go and, you know, get a nice juicy thick steak, you know, something that's like, $10 for a juicy steak, but you go to the restaurant and get a thin little paper-thin steak that's really tiny for like $20. You know it is. It's always better when it comes to steaks. Buy it yourself. Cook it yourself. You're going to be in a much better situation money-wise. Plus, it's more fun to barbecue it. You can cook it just the way you want it. You can put your seasonings on there that you know are going to be good. Yeah. So I get this to this place, and it turns out it's a small little uh, Mexican store. A Mexican store, you know, a grocery store kind of a thing, but they 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 do their own uh, meat cuts. They cut the meat for you, and they'll let you choose how thick you want your cut. That that was new. I was like, oh yeah, give me about an inch and a half of thickness on that ribeye, man. He's like, okay, we can do that. So three steaks was nine dollars and twenty one cents. So not only was the size of the meat cuts good, but on top of it. The meat was extremely, extremely reasonably in price. I couldn't believe I got out of there for that, that, that amount of price for three steaks. I'm just like, I'm baffled. Went to the liquor store, bought some uh, Rolling Rock. I haven't had Rolling Rock in a long time, so I decided to give some Rolling Rock a, a try. Good old angry video game nerd uh, beer there. Some of you know what I'm talking about or even care. Then we barbecued it up. I drank about 10 of the 12-pack. 
So I didn't get wasted or anything, just pleasantly happy, I guess you would say. Enjoyed the steak, and we had some rice with it, some Mexican rice, because I bought it at the uh, at the at the store. I was like, oh, we'll give this rice a try. She's like, okay, we'll try it. It was good, good rice. I don't know what kind of rice it was, but we're just gonna call it Mexican rice. It was kind of an orange orange color, yeah, orange colored rice. It wasn't spicy or anything. It was just it was just damn good, really damn good. It made me feel good. Oh, that was the beer. That was the beer. Then on Sunday the 23rd, wife had to go to work, so I just kind of chilled, laid in bed, just relaxed, didn't do anything. The dog and I just laid there watching TV, and that's all we did. The dog and I were just lazy until the wife got off work. And we went to Goodwill. I tried to go find some. I wanted to see what they had for cassette tapes because I kind of like cassette tapes. I'm still kind of old school, and I'm trying to find some good good tapes. But they only had like five tapes there, and they were all the sucky kind. You know, it's bad when... Not that I'm picking on country or anything, but when you go to a thrift store and all they got in the cassettes, or even the CDs, is all country. Because all the good stuff gets picked, you know, gets doesn't stay there very long. That's why picked out really quick really really quick and then were we did we do anything after that no we really didn't do anything it, it was raining I've been wanting to go up and check out the dunes Indiana dunes but every you know it's usually pouring rain when we want to go do it always pouring rain and I'm guessing that's just Way in Ian is making me miss the West, man. I miss I miss dry days. I miss dry weather. <laughs> I just miss dry weather in general. All this green and wet and ugh, especially the green. All these green trees around here. Yuck, yuck. I want sagebrush, man. I want sagebrush, dried out um, dried out grass in the fields, sand blowing in everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, good old desert, good old desert out west, and pine trees, there's a good one, pine forest, I mean there's pine trees, but not a collection of them, there's usually just one little pine tree here and there, I mean there's no, four pine trees, miss my pine, miss my pine, okay, I'm done, <laughs> so after that, uh, yeah, we just uh, went home and had leftovers for dinner, and uh, pretty much sat there until I got my pre-planned for Monday. Yeah. I pre-planned for Monday. Going to... Uh, from Gary to Urubana, Urubana, Ohio. Urubana, Ohio. Going back to Ohio, yo. Yeah, going to Ohio. Going to Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Ohio. <sighs> my yawning mm, okay all right mm. oh yeah when i went shopping i bought some grape soda Ca- oh it's caffeine free and i thought there's caffeine in this dang it now my placebo is not gonna work now doggone it okay i think it's time to uh wrap up this episode here and we're gonna see you next week 
for another exciting adventures of a trucking life of a trucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Are you? Yeah, okay. Well, this has been Anthony from Antwerp, and from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking on my buttfuck truck. It's Anthony from Antwerp, signing off.